February is the shortest month, but the bitter chill makes it feel the longest. The smart ones like me escape to more tropical climates while some of my Upper East Side friends use the time to hunker down and finish their work. Others snuggle up in bed with their agendas to keep them warm. And then there are homes that feel even colder than it is outside. Oh, hey, we're excited tonight. Are you? Uh, Michelle is like flabbergasted. She doesn't know what to do, what to say. I I have no words but all the words, and I don't know how to feel. I Last know. week, I threatened to, th- to flip a table. Now my heart is like kind of feeling weird and pulled. I think once we discuss it, which we're discussing episode 16 of season five, we're Three Gossip Girls podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. You guys know the drill. Um, but once I feel like we talk about it, you'll feel maybe a little more settled in your feelings. Maybe. I hope. It's, I'm just conflicted with Pear. Of course. Of course you Everything are. I'm, I'm also conflicted. With. Is my boob... Okay. <laughs> Is my boob I have like a very large <laughs> off-the-shoulder sweater on and because I'm in the company with Liz, I don't well, care you know. if like yeah. it's falling, but I'm like, the boob should not be out. No. And we're going to have a guest yeah, later. Yeah, I'll so push it up. Maybe. Yeah. Just keep it in check. Okay. Um, original air date for this episode, February 20th, 2012, written by, written by Amy B. Harris, directed by John Terleski. Dan feels honored when he learns the Upright Citizen Brigade is performing excerpts from his book Inside. Blair tries to prove Serena's suspicions wrong in order to save their friendship. On her way out of town, Chivy ends up on a collision course with the Vanderwitzens as they are about to deal with a real-life changing event. Finally. We finally have made it to the episode where the shit hits the fan. Amazing. Literally. So exciting. Yes. My glass full of gossip tonight is titled Chock Full of Nuts. Cute. Because they're all nuts. <laughs> and especially Carol, um, which we'll get into. And as you guessed it, we are we had coffee uh, because mamas need it. This close yeah. to the holiday season. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and we just want to say thank you to our patron and listener, Tish. She's the one who gifted us this coffee from Canada. It was so, so sweet. Good. It was really delicious. Nodes of chocolate and nodes of uh, almond. And it was coffee from Phil and Sebastian coffee from Alberta. Oh, Canada. wow. This was really, really good. And Tish, I have to say, you know your girls because you sent us Beans. beans. And that's the way we drink our coffee. We like to fresh. We like to fresh blend. I mean, fresh blend. Fresh grind. Maybe I need more coffee. We'll see how this goes. You know, sometimes when you have like maybe that extra and then it makes you even more all flabbergasted. Well, when I drink Americanos, I become a version of myself that sometimes I don't like. (laughs) No. It's like I'm flying. That's been your new Starbucks. A tall is fine. A grande. Michelle's on another fucking level. She's like Kramer. Oh Just my God, like, with the coffee. I freaking love that yeah. with Kramer. Okay, so Dan, during this episode, he's working hard on his new book proposal, which he seems to be very proud of and happy about. Um, but as we know, Chuck is on a mission to destroy Padgy since the moment he saw that photo of him and Blair kissing. So he's been schmoozing Alessandra, which is so grimy. He's buying her gifts, including this scarf, kissing her neck, making sure he's ahead of Dan at all times. So he, you know, Dan eventually figures this out, but we'll get to that. So Dan and Rufus have a chat at the loft. Rufus is there to get his old jacket that Lily hates. 
Michelle didn't hate it. She thought no, it was adorable. I don't understand why everybody hates this green parka. It's not the worst thing. It's not, but I guess when you're married to a Vanderwoodson, you can't possibly have this just regular old parka. What are you supposed to wear in New York in February? You need a parka. I know. It's I cold. N- I saw nothing wrong with the green park. I'm just going to say. Same, but, and neither did, well, Dan was like, maybe you should listen to Lily's advice. But Rufus, his advice is interesting here. Not even advice. Now we're flip-flopping back to the other side yeah. of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, have you talked to Blair? You, you guys kissed. It's like, why are we pressing this? And I'm still confused as to what Rufus actually wants for Dan. I don't think Rufus knows. knows. I think he just wants Padge to figure it out for himself. So he's giving him this advice of how he feels in the exact moment. Right. But it's also thought process. It's not even advice. Yeah. It's just kind of like his word vomit of what his brain is is interpreting this situation. But Dan is trying to do the right thing by his relationship with Blair because he's saying, I can't really be around her. I want to be more than friends. We're both kind of avoiding each other. And that's kind of fine because if I can't be with her, I don't really want to be in her life right now. And I have to say in the beginning, it came off very amicably and mutual of like, oh yeah, no, no, we're just not going to hang and it's totally fine. Like really calm about it. Yeah, he was okay it. about it. So he, was Blair. And and so was Blair. Um, but of course, you know, we know this is all going to go awry here. And um, Dan tells Rufus that he is waiting for the messenger to come and pick up his book pr- proposal um, but as we know, Chuck is doing everything in his power to fuck that up. <laughs> um, as one could predict, the girls are still at odds. Obviously, Serena is mad at Blair for kissing Dan. To talk out their feelings, Dorota decides she's going to lock them in the dining room to sort out their issues. It's really funny and cute. cute. And Serena said that Blair must feel something for Dan because she's avoiding him. And that's her only M.O. when she has feelings for someone. And like, duh, this is her best friend, right? Right. She knows her better than Blair knows herself. And so to disprove this theory, Blair decides, I'll go hang out with Dan like all day and I'll take photos and I'll show you that we're just friends. This made no fucking sense. Okay, thank you. This (laughs) did not track well with me. No. The intensity behind it, the wanting to take pictures, forcing the hangout. How is this supposed to prove? To me, it made sense of not being with each other because it's like, and eh, this is just weird. We should just take a break for a sec. Like right. we're friends, but we shouldn't be hanging out with yeah, each other. Yeah, and I guess obviously Blair has conflicted feelings. Obviously. She's trying to ignore how she actually feels and she's trying to prove to Serena like nothing is happening here. I'm your right. best friend. Let me make it up to you. And so this is her only thought process of making it up to her. Like, let me show you that Dan and I are just friends. Now, Dan doesn't even know what he's getting himself into because he didn't sign up for this and she just shows up where he is. Right. Yeah. But before that, um, we also have hanging out today of Lola Nate because Nate contacted her, but she's glad because now she needs the Chivy information. I appreciate her using him. Like, I don't want Nate to chase Lola, but I appreciate Lola chasing (laughs) Nate. You do you, girl. But, I mean, this is so typical of a relationship for Nate. Well, Nate's just not aware of it he's, yet. But he's Poor never... Nate, he's always being used. He's never Holy aware. Shit. Did we talk about how he's always being used? He's always being used. He's always a pawn in someone else's <laughs> oh, game. Oh, no, Nate. And oh he's like, God. doesn't realize it until it's like too late. Well, how would he realize this one? No, of course not. And then that's why he has such trust issues with Lola <laughs> in the beginning. I mean, now he's over that, but... 
He's like, uh, I don't have, I don't believe anyone because everyone has lied to me for years. Yeah. Poor Nate. Poor Nate. Uh, we need to find Nate a good girl. We were like mocking him last for the past couple of episodes. We don't like his job. We don't like the women. No. But now I'm like, oh shit, you're for literally him. a pawn with every single woman you meet. Yeah. Because, I mean, Diana is like, that was... It was for something else for for Nate's grandfather's benefit, and yeah. the I keep bringing up Raina because I am like, oh yeah, Raina, Raina, Raina had daddy issues. And I I fell back on Nate. Lola has mommy issues. She falls back on Nate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Lola, she's trying to be the detective, the best detective she possibly can be, and to uh to figure out what the Chivy situation is. And so she tells Nate, I tried friend requesting Chivy and she doesn't get back to me. And Nate's like, yes, it's kind of weird because like we, we, we dated. I'm like, what? We had a we thing. We had a thing. I'm like, you had nothing. You had n- what is he talking about? You had a about? fake kiss. You had a fake kiss. You guys both pretended to kiss for your benefit of trying to make Diana jealous and make Max get out of here situation. Nate. I got so overwhelmed I didn't remind you of my three gossip words. Oh. <laughs> um, agenda, which I had for Lola, which is this this what reminded me, and obviously Chuck. Imposter, obviously Chivy, and performance. This is the performance of Inside, but also Ivy's performance is now over. And I thought that was really clever. That was a good list. <laughs> so good. But back to the stupidity <laughs> of Nate and him thinking him and I Chivy like had a thing they didn't have a thing but he's like she's in europe so she's probably not going to get back to you and then lola he realizes lola is reading dan's book and i don't know why every time they bring up hey that's my friend's book i'm like this would never happen what do you mean it wouldn't happen like i guess because we're in the world of these rich high power people of course dan's book would be like in the hands of lola well, of course. I mean, this works out because she it is works out. doing it in her class. She's doing it in the up, upgrades, up <laughs> citizens brigade, upright citizens brigade. That's yeah. a lot of words. I knew what it was. Um, but she's performing that at the upright citizens brigade, and she would love if she could pick Dan's brain and bring him. Um, and she would love for him to come and watch. You know, because she's playing Claire. So yeah, funny. So funny. Yeah. Uh, then Lola tells Nate she needs to make a phone call, but her phone is dead. So can I use yours, Nate? Of course he agrees to this. Lola calls Chivy, who is shocked to hear from her. She's like, please don't hang up. And after she has Chivy explain, not really, but you know, what is happening here. And Chivy's like, I swear I'm not hurting you in any way. Please understand. And Ivy, when Lola figures this out, she's like, I'm going to call the police if you don't tell me what's going on. And so Ivy, they hang up. Nate gets his phone back and Lola made the call to Ivy and he can see that because I guess in 2012, you couldn't delete your incoming and outcoming calls. I think you probably, or she probably definitely could have. You just, she just didn't. <laughs> she didn't. didn't she's not you. a very good detective. <laughs> well, listen, it's not like this is in her nature to be no. sneaky. And also like this this person is pretending to be her. So yeah. she's got a lot going on yeah. in her brain. It's we'll not give like her some slack. I'm going to give her some slack. Yeah. It just was like, oh, of course he sees it. The last call she made was to Chivy. After that, we have a frantic Chivy trying to get in touch with Carol. She finally answers and says, I got to spill the beans because, oh, you're in New York. And so is your daughter, Lola. And she's going by that name. And she's actually going to Juilliard. And she's friends with all of my friends. And Carol's like, wait, what? 
And she's like, you need to get Lola out of the city ASAP because if I'm seen with her, like this whole thing is going to blow up. So Carol, of course, heads to the Vanderwoodsons and we pan back to Chivy, who's at the Hampton house with Cece. Cece's just looking okay. Like she's she, looking sickly, but she was walking and up, everything. She's up and dressed yes. fully. Yeah. Um, and Chivy's realizing like, I got to get the hell out of here. I got to go before Cece realizes I'm gone. Um, but of course... The nurse realizes that Cece's having trouble breathing. We need to take her to the ER immediately. And Cece's like, you need to come. You have to come with me. You can't leave me. You're the only one I trust. It was so sweet. It was so sweet. So sad. Because. Yeah. Poor Chivy. Like, I feel. Not poor Chivy, but. No, poor Chivy. She's. She did a good thing, even she though did. people think she did a really shitty thing. And well, I get that. And I hate that she had her bags and she was ready I, to she go. She was ready to go. Was, yeah. I know. So it's like she was tiptoeing around actually being Well, because shitty. I think, you know, the water was rising to the point where she was like, she was going to gonna drown. Yeah. 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 So she realizes I have to say, I have to say for her. And hey, nurse, can you please call her daughters? Because like I don't know the medical jargon. And the fact that the nurse told her, oh, we're airlifting her to the city. Yeah. So that's a huge, like, fuck moment. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, I have to go to the city. Yeah. I'm going to be, there's no way I can get around this. So we have the uh, rehearsal for the inside. And Lola admits she's playing Claire, a.k.a. Blair. And how does she get into character? She brings her headband. Really funny. funny. And all gets a bit crazy when Nate calls and confronts Lola and says, hey, I know you were calling Chivy. Like, what's the deal with this? And Lola's like, it's so crazy. If you want to come down here, I'll tell you about it. So Nate heads down there. But before that, uh, she hears from Blair about Gossip Girl. She's like, what's a Gossip Girl? Blair's like, what the who Who are you? What? Like, who are these peasants that are playing us, Dan? This they, is ridiculous. What, you say? They look like they from the thrift store? The thr- something like that. Oh, my God. She was really rude she to was them. very Blair in this episode. And I'm like, yeah, there you go, Padge. Look at her. Look at your beautiful girl. All the nasty things she loves out of her mouth. Does it, it's, it's what makes her charming? I guess. It, he loves it. He doesn't. He's like, she's mean, but I love it. Mm-hmm. I guess how Chuck... Thinks it's great too. I, I don't different. know. It's different. It's a different way. It's a different way. Yeah. Um, so Neat does eventually arrive and Lola's like, I'm I wanna tell you, but it's actually really complicated. This is when she gets the call that uh when she sees the post about Charlie Chivy going to the hospital. So she's like, I'm on my way. I gotta go there. So Nate follows her. Uh, as we said, Blair does show up to make this even more crazy for him. And to prove that she's there, she sends a picture to Serena. <laughs> Okay, this was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Hey, you, please take a picture of us. Not even that. Like, we need to send a selfie of us, like, almost cheek to cheek to prove to Serena that we're just friends. But then Serena's like, no, this makes sense. I'm sitting here. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. And so Serena's having tea with her mom and Carol because Carol came to figure out the Lola stuff. Obviously, they don't know that. And so Serena gets a text from Blair with a picture. And Lily's like, oh, that must be so hard for you. And and Serena's like, no, actually, this is really good. And Lily's just looking at her like she's we're like, looking at what? her. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, this is good. This is Blair is there. This is her way of apologizing to me. Okay. Um, but so Serena's like, I'll go there and, and make up with Blair. So we go back to the theater. Blair is being the most Blair she's ever been in season five, at least. Yeah. And she's trying to direct the show and she's yelling at people and telling them they're not doing 
the proper, you know, reenactment of her and whoever else. And so she decides, I'll show you how to kiss. This is not the this is not the kind of passionate kiss. No, Claire would never kiss Dylan passionately. Here, let me show you. And Dan's like, oh come on. And so she kisses him and he can't help himself and they start making out. It's so bizarre. I mean, okay. <laughs> Upon retrospect, right? It's clear and it comes that she has feelings. Right. So this she's, kiss made sense. But in the moment It didn't. You know what you're doing, Blair. Did you really Right. You just suppressed it's like it. This, it's like suppressed the same it. thing when they had that kiss in season four and Dan was like, we should just try it. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for like research, we'll just try it. And then they do it and they're like, wasn't bad, but we weren't, we're not going to do anything about it. Like she just, she wants to kiss him. She, she wants, wants to be to there. She wants to be and there. How, and for you, and I guess this is her internally spiraling because if yep. you're just friends with, I would never just kiss, kiss a friend, with his friend and no. be like, let me just show, let me just kiss this guy. Like we're friends, right? So I'm just going to like kiss you. <laughs> right. When you know that person has feelings for you. Right. And they've kissed like so many times now at this point. And we're off. They of like it. Last week's they like it. to do it. They like it. <laughs> it's just very clear. But of course, at that moment, Serena sees them. Okay, all right. So, what did you feel with, about this kiss? Because as it was going, I'm like, oh shit, maybe I don't hate this. That kiss wasn't my favorite one. At the end, I was like, oh man, oh, no, I like right a little p- pitter patter. I think when she went in to kiss him, and then he like went like went grabbed for it again, and then she didn't, and I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Like right in front of everyone, you were getting caught up in because everything's been they're in private. Up. Yeah, they're caught up now. And they're they caught up did in it the kiss. in public. Mm-hmm. Dylan and Claire. Dylan and Claire in the flesh. And uh, uh, yeah, it was an overwhelming moment for everyone. And yes. uh, Serena obviously is upset by this. So, you know, she, she runs out and Blair runs after her and she's like, Dan, you need to. You need to explain to Serena that this is just a friendly thing. And Dan's like, um, you need to back off because it's clearly not. I have feelings for you. I do. And if you can't reciprocate them, we can't be friends. And she's like, oh, got it. Oh, yeah. He finally understood that he needed to do this because it just was it was just pulling his heartstrings out like every time. And it was also wrong in so many levels because, again, she is married. Oh, and right, has right. a contract. Thank you for getting. Oh yeah, and remember, I love Chuck too. Oh yeah, so he's it's supposed like, to wait for me. He's supposed to wait for me. This whole thing is fucking stupid, and so it it needed to be said. We should have said it earlier, but the fact that he was trying to put some distance in between them, I felt was healthy. But we don't this just gets thrown out of the water by the. I end agree of the with you. I agree. Yes. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So Blair does end up catching up with Serena, and Serena's like, "You need." to just admit it and it's so sad that you can't even admit it and i can't even be mad that you're lying to yourself like why are you lying to yourself you clearly have feelings for him and so she walks away she gets that call from i guess her mother that cc's in the hospital okay dan also gets word from alessandra about the plagiarism because chuck had sent in a plagiarized uh proposal you know, he's so, so gross. petty and stupid. The way he went about this to distract Alessandra. It's gross. He could have just sent in a fake proposal somehow and not like a lo- like lured his, what's it, PR, whoever she is, publicist in. 
It's just rude. It's just wrong and disgusting and so cringy on so many levels. Like he gave her that chatouche. 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 And is that what it is? A chatouche. It's really fun to say. And just used his sexual ways. He's like, let me just put the peen up here and you're going to like it. And she loved it. And she's like, you you don't have to read it. He's like, you don't even have to read it. It's so good. She didn't even read it. She just sent it over Mm. to the editor and just like, there you go. I didn't even read it. It's great, right? And of course, she gets in trouble because it's plagiarized. So she she runs up to Dan. And she's like, what are we going to do about this situation? He actually doesn't have a hard copy on his computer. <gasps> so now he has to go home. And after he's digging, he realizes, Chuck, he's the one that fucked this all up for me. So he goes and he confronts him. And he admits, you know what? I actually might have a chance being Ooh. that you are so noticeably worried and jealous about this player situation and i was like preach props props to you dan props and you see chuck he's squirming yeah he is he's sweating and so you know he's not wrong and uh during that time too lola had to leave and now this is blair dan's out there at the moment but blair is acting out as claire she's reading the book She's never read this book, by mind you. Which is so funny. Which is so funny. The reaction. So she's reading it as she's performing it. And she's like, this is funny. Oh, my God. Dan was there during this part. And she realizes Dan has loved her for a long time. And the way he wrote her in his book was like not how she thought he would write her. And she's like, oh, I did got you, it. Did you notice she was looking around for him? him. And she's like, oh my God, where there. are you? I need I need to like show, say something. It's like the first time he's not, not there. there. And she needed him to be there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh it's, my it's a little, goodness. A little, a little burst. Bit, a little burst. Like a tiny. <laughs> Just a tiny one because I'm so conflicted. Yeah. Because I'm like, <sighs> I don't want to give away too much with like next week's episode, but I'm just like, what? Like, it's just like, I can't believe we're actually like pushing this. Like we're doing this. And I'm like, oh my God, like where did this come from? Like we wanted it for so long. Right. And now that it's here, I'm like, wait, wait. I think it's hard too, because I don't, I don't think it lasts. So it's hard to get. I feel like, yeah, it, it's just not the time. Well, when is the time, though? If she wasn't, I don't know. I wish, like, she, like, forgot about Chuck and, like, wasn't married to Louie, and then we would be the time. Oh, sure. (laughs) But then there's no fun and drama with that. No, of course not. Yeah, it's just wrong on a lot of levels, but feels so right to me to see these two people, like, with the chemistry that they have together and the actors that they have the chemistry. It feels right, but, like, the situation is, like, so wrong. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, okay, we're at the hospital. We have to talk about it. No, I don't want to, but this is the gr- this is the juicy stuff. Yes. Everyone arrives, including Chivy and then Lola. The Vanderwoodsen, the Rhodes, they're all there. They're shocked to hear that Cece's cancer has come back because literally nobody has heard about this. And everyone's so confused. And they're confused. Why are you here, Chivy? Where did you come from? And so even Carol's like, you were taking care of her? Like, what? I can't believe this. Like, nobody knew. And so Chivy and Carol are trying their best to keep this secret still under wraps, but it's falling apart like at the seams like instantly. And uh, Carol has to finally admit when Lola gets there, like, yes, this is my daughter. And they're like, what? What about Lola enters and says, hi, mom. Hi, mom. And she's like, oh. And they're like, wait, what? 
who is this person? Ooh. And then Lily, it's just like so nonchalantly. She's like, well, why would you introduce this girl as your daughter? <laughs> so clueless. Who would say this? No one would ever say, well, why did you introduce this girl as your daughter? That's true. Why would you introduce? <laughs> like, who is this woman? Yeah. yeah. And so then Carol is still trying to manipulate it and trying to keep the secret. And Chivy is like, she paid me to be Lola. She wanted the trust fund. I got it. I tried to move on with my life, but then Serena found me and I came back and I'm so sorry, but really you should be pointing the finger at Carol. And so Lola is like, I hate you. I can't believe that anyone would ever stoop this low just for money. And Carol's like, you don't understand these people, this world. I tried to keep you out of it. And Lily's like, oh, us awful people that took in your daughter, your fake Fake daughter. daughter. It's ridiculous. All right. Carol's argument here is really bad. I really tried to just protect you. It is the it is not a valid reason whatsoever. Because if you wanted to protect her, you wouldn't go after this money that you needed and wanted so bad. Right. What? There's something else. You think there's right? something else? There has to be something else. I think Carol just... She just wants that damn money. She just it, wants the money. It's pathetic that this is how she got it, though. Like, no, of course, she's a she's pathetic person. <laughs> she is mentally <laughs> fucked up. She really is. She looks like she's not... Well, all there at all times. I, listen, I'm going to go back to what I said a couple of. She's got stomach issues. Oh, Chivy or Carol? No, Carol. There's no way <laughs> everyone in this messy triangle does not have stomach issues. Yeah, or something. Carol is just S- medicating heavily. Yes, <laughs> spiraling, worried that the truth is going to come out. I mean, this is an elaborate. Was that a yoga retreat? Oh please, oh please. Like, how are you relaxing knowing that you have a fake daughter out there and your real daughter is doesn't know anything well, about this? Well, she thought Chivy took off. And it's been months. Yeah, I mean, they have been connecting here and there because of some stuff but that had happened. she thought she was out of the world. Yeah, and nope, Chivy's been the only family member taking care of the, her sick fake grandmother. Yeah. And everyone cannot believe what's going on. And Serena's like, oh my God, Max is right. Oh, my God. It was the best part. It was so good. It was so good. She's like, Max is right. Ah! And so Chivy's like, like, I am sorry to you people. I am. And I should go. And I should let you be with your family. So she goes off in the distance. But Serena ends up finding her. And she's like, can you explain something a little bit? And when Chivy's trying to really say, like, I, I do. I wanted a family. I, like, I loved you guys. I really did. And Serena's just like. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Like I'm sure you did. I'm sure you loved the money. Yeah. I'm sure you loved getting close to my grandmother and her, having her. You be the only one who watched I mean, her listen, while she was ill. We know the whole story, but but they to don't. Defend Serena, I get what you're doing. They here. don't. I know. I just she just she just wanted a family, and we said we said we saw a really nice side of her. We did, and for Serena to act this way, it is totally valid. Yeah, everybody's just fucking lying to Serena's face in this Always. episode between Blair <laughs> going back and forth, and then we have this whole thing come to the surface, and then Chivy. So mm-hmm. I feel for you, Serena. I I really do. I do as well. This suck. How do you believe anyone? And it just, but you know what? She's so forgiving that she's she, like, "Hey, Lola, you want to come get some coffee sometime?" What is she gonna do? It's not Lola's fault, but it's just like she, she just needs that sense of like, and I get it. Like, this is my family. I want. I feel badly for this girl Lola who's been lied to for her basically her entire life, and so it's just mind-boggling that she knows that she has this family that they've been distant from. 
She didn't know they were Vanderwoodsons? Yeah. So wouldn't you have known? Well, no, Lola didn't know she had a family. She I thought that. she said that. Did she say that? She said, I did, up until blah, blah, minutes ago, 10 minutes ago, I didn't know, even know I had a family. Okay. I didn't know you guys existed. Okay. And so, now we know she had no idea what Gossip Girl was. Well, yeah. And and now she knows what Gossip Girl was. Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Serena gives her a piece of her mind. She tells her, you need to get out of here, otherwise I'm calling the cops. And Chivy's like, I'm not leaving her. And she's like, you need to go. So Chivy... She goes. She doesn't get to say Why goodbye to Why did Chivy leave? I wanted Chivy to be outside of that hospital door. I, I I'm going to, I'll save it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So then Serena sees Lola in the lobby, as we said, and Lola is just so taken aback by everything. Either way, they wow. needed a minute. You find out you have some, a, a relation. You need a minute. You need a minute. <laughs> you need a minute. <laughs> you know? That's it. We have in the lobby a pair of scene. <laughs> Dan comes down. He meets up with Blair. Apparently, he told her that Serena's, you know, grandmother was in the hospital. And she finally admits, I've been keeping it from myself, but I I do have feelings for you. But basically, I don't know what that means yet. And nothing can happen, you know, because of the contract and like also feel out Serena and also like the whole chuck of it all and everything. And Dan's like, okay they're holding hands they're holding hands and she's like i know i'm the warped logic is crazy he's like it's not crazy it's you and she's like oh okay like and so serena comes over and she basically gives them her blessing she does which like props to you serena you are doing this for your friend because you see your two friends that do have feelings for each other and you're kind of stepping aside even though it hurts and i get that it must be so hard because we've just watched like four episodes of Serena being like, I like Dan still. I it still is like Dan. hard though. It is hard. And and he, but she's so clearly seen how Dan has felt about Blair for yeah. a long well, time now. I think now. now seeing it, seeing it again. She's like, oh, okay. It was just never going to be me. Yeah. So. That sucks, scene though, but- when Blair and Padge. He like grabs her hand. They hold hands. He's like consoling her. Like it's like it's not. You're wonderful. You're what? You're you're great. not crazy. You're a wonderful. He just like the sun shines out he, of her ass. I love it. Loves her. That's how it should be. And she is like well, she's actually she's actually warming up to it. Though. No, she <laughs> is. But it's like, is this someone? I bet they'll. I don't know. I, okay. I don't know if they're gonna have sex or not. Okay. Or what's going to happen? <laughs> But it almost feels relatable because I feel like I've been in relationships where perhaps I like this person for a reason that maybe is not on the highest level it should be. And they feel on a certain way about you. Right. And you, this person adores you and everything and you feel a certain way. It's almost like this friend where you think you could cross the line. But obviously they have chemistry because of the kiss. So this is where I'm conflicted. I know. I know. They could just be two good kissers who actually like each other right now. But in the long run, it won't work. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm so conflicted. I know. Same. I'm so conflicted. Yeah. Um. But then Blair, she calls Chuck, immediately calls Chuck. And she's like, I just know you're messing with Dan. Please stop. Because if you don't, you're only going to push me closer to him. And I want you to grow and be a better person, but not for me. Just be it for everyone. Like, well, be your better self. And how about the fact that he said, I thought you wanted me to wait for you. And she said, I did. And she goes, I did. I thought so. Like, maybe. Right. Do you still like me? Love me? And she's like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
<gasps> I mean, that is like, soul crushing for Chuck. It is soul crushing. Yikes. That has to fucking hurt. Like, just to know that she said, I'll, I'll always love you. I mean, she's always said that. Yeah. But to know, like, I don't really like you right now. That really sucks. It does suck. Mm-hmm. And he knows that. And so he decides, okay, I will be a bigger person. I'll give Alessandra the real proposal. Um, and then our last few scenes, we have Lola and Nate. She's all stirred up. She doesn't want to go home. Can I come home with you? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. I've been this. waiting for this the moment. long con worked out. Yeah. Um, so she'll stay with him. And then Gossip Girl sends Chuck... The screenshot of the email that was actually sent from Dan of the video at Chuck from Chuck and Blair at the wedding. And now he's pissed. The mission is back on because he's like, fucking Humphrey. Screw you, you bastard. Like, you really screwed me. But it's like, I'm like, do people care at this point? Like, nobody well, cares. I think Blair will care. You think she will? Well, I think <laughs> I do. I think this will be him being like, really? Well, look what he did to sabotage you. But then I don't know if she'll be caught up and be like, well, because he has these feelings for me. Right, but, like, but also it's like mar- I don't know. She she's in a, mar- a prenuptial agreement now. He was trying to stop it, <laughs> and so was everyone else. But she went on with a prenuptial agreement, and now but she's will stuck. Blair, see it like that? I don't know. Actually, I do know, but okay. I won't mention. Right. Um, and then unfortunately we have Cece passing away. Which I feel like the first two times I watched it were like really diminished because of all the craziness that was happening. It was almost like the comical parts and then the crazy parts of the pair stuff. And I felt like I wasn't like absorbing it as a being sad. But then watching it again tonight with you, I was sad. I actually did tear up. I teared up too before Cece passed. So I have two things. Yeah. We have that pair moment. Yes, where they actually kiss. Well, Serena sees them. Yeah, but she says, I have to be with my best friend right now. Right. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go. That was a good kiss. That was a it was a great kiss. Because it's almost telling him. It's like, like a comfort. Like, here I am. I'm kissing you. I have feelings. We're like, it's established, you we know? Did, and he like turns like, holy shit. He's I like, can't believe this oh. is happening. What I wanted from this hospital scene, I wanted, one, I wanted Cece to, to say something along the lines of like, I knew Chivy. Chivy Dickens. But I don't think that was the point of this. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted Chivy to be outside that hospital door and cry. I know. I would have loved to see that. Not I would have loved to see it. But she didn't get to say goodbye to her, really. I mean, she did love. luckily get to be there with her. Oh, who wants to join us? Do you guys hear the kitty? Sully. Sully. <laughs> uh, but she was her she was with her for for know, a few months i wanted i know that i know be... i wanted that yeah but they all say goodbye it was i mean lily is heartbreaking carol like fuck you you don't even deserve to be in I that also room like blair didn't have to be blair in that didn't room. have to be in there but i guess like for, for serena, serena yeah you know she was she was the shoulder do you think they on. called eric oh who's that hmm. right. <laughs> I don't think so. No. I mean, they'll like is there send anyone else that's related? A text message. Yeah. Um. So she unfortunately had a stroke while they were prepping her for surgery, and they all say goodbye to her. And then we have the chivy outside. Um. I guess outside the hospital, she's cold, she's freezing, she's sad, and she feels like I guess she has no other option. She pulls out the napkin that has Georgina's 
phone number on it. Why? Why? Uh, Come on, don't turn her evil why? now. I don't understand. And I guess you know. I mean, sort of. I only know a little bit. But why would we turn to Georgina? There's nothing left to accomplish. It's not like you need to take these people down. What are you doing? Right, just leave at this point. Just leave. Like don't don't get messed don't get wrapped up with with uh, Georgina. Like she's the worst person to get wrapped I mean, up I with. I love her, but I don't it doesn't make sense for Chivy to do that. We don't see a vengeance. What's the vengeance? Right. Right. What is the vengeance left? Well, from what Carol? I understand, I she feels like she's was misrepresented. But I don't know how Georgina's going to help her with that. Really. Misrepresented. Like, well, you, I mean, she was fa- she represented betrayed. she was fake. She was a fraud. She was a fraud and we can't dismiss that i just wish that people would understand that she's a good person right but you did <laughs> i think yourself I think, differently. i know and i think she just feels like she was misrepresented as the fact that she was actually close with cc and she did love her she got the shit under the stick she got the shit under the stick and All right. these people don't view her as family and she felt like she was family but you know what chivy this wasn't your family oh so sad yeah. and the fact that she does met, admit that her grandma also died from oh cancer. my god it's so sad i just got like this light bulb moment yeah. and, like in the will it's gonna say like ivy dickens or something like cc like <laughs> she's gonna fucking get money oh my god i don't know if scandal that happen, but that would be great i love it yeah. i love it so much all right we're gonna take a short break we're gonna come back with carly joe i am so excited to chat with her about all gossip girl things hopefully some degrassi things so uh just stay tuned we'll be right back Okay, we're back from break, and we are now joined by Carly Joe from A Social Disease Podcast, which is a Degrassi podcast, and I know we have a ton of people who love Degrassi, so I'm sure they're going to be so excited to hear what your podcast is about and all that you do, so please tell us your Degrassi podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, you guys. Um, So yeah, my my cousin, uh, Jessica, and I have a podcast called The Social Disease, as you already mentioned. And uh, basically, we recap the episodes and uh, then relate them to our own lives. Love it. And so (laughs) we probably do a lot more relating than uh, recapping and like a lot of making fun of outfits and, and stuff like that. So um, we like to say that just like Degrassi, we also go there because we will share some pretty personal things about ourselves. Oh, so. that sounds that. like a lot like what we do on our podcast. So that's awesome. Um, is it the next generation? So we started out with the Netflix version um, oh. because we were trying to tap into a market that like wasn't as, uh, you know, concentrated right. because there's obviously so many um, next generation podcasts. So we started with the Netflix version finish all four of those seasons and then we switch to um the Degrassi Junior High. So we haven't gotten to next generation yet. Um, but we will get there. It's just like we were like, let's start with the things that people haven't seen as much and aren't talking about as much just to have a new perspective. Right. That's great. I mean you have to find like a niche in the sub niche category. Totally. Um, but I only dabbled in the next generation. And, and like a long time ago, people. and I loved every minute of it. And I watched it for a long time. I think until like the movie where Manny was singing, whatever movie that was. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I think that's when I stopped. But growing up, you know, we had the N uh, network. Yeah, no, and that's what I would watch it on. Yeah. yeah. 
Duggan, and I love that I, show. Yeah. How did you watch it? Because I have never seen She's never this seen show, it. and I've been wanting to watch it. I'm dying to watch it, but there's nowhere to stream it. Yeah, the, how are you watching it? Well, the original, um, right? Yeah, yeah that's so true. The, oh, yeah. So the um, the Degrassi Junior High is all on YouTube, so that's how we've been watching it. That's what Tish said, yeah. Um, yeah, Next Generation, I think, is on Tubi. Yeah, Tubi. Uh, but yeah, yeah, with ads. Um, and then obviously the newest one that's on Netflix because Netflix free. So how is the new one? So should I dive into this but without even seeing the original sure. or should I go in an order? You, you know? Uh, you don't need to. Okay. They, because of the, like they follow, it's kind of interesting. The, the Netflix version did kind of pick up on where uh, Next Generation left off a little bit. But like Next Generation just lasted so long, like towards the end of their series, it was like 48 episodes per season. Like they got really nuts wow. at the end. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, so there's a couple of characters that begin in the Netflix version that were in the Next Generation class just like way, 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 way later. Right. Um, so you do see some crossover of like people who like younger siblings and stuff like that. And like the, um, you know, like the principal is still the same. So like there are some some crossover things, um, but you can totally watch the Netflix version without having watched hmm. uh, Next Generation. OK. And I think it's I think it's like it, it probably takes a little bit to get into it, especially people who were so pro Next Generation right. that they're like. I don't want to watch that. It's stupid. Right. But like, it's just as overly dramatic and ridiculous. And, you know, they cover just as many teen topics as, as the original one. So I, I say it's okay. I think I'm going to dive familiar into this. Because I'm going to die. Gossip in. Girl is having a reboot right now. I don't know if you've dabbled. Yeah. Um, I haven't. I haven't yet. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like our listeners are like a broken record, but it, it's it started out a little rocky for us. And then by the mm-hmm. end of the first season, we really enjoyed it. And they're going to come back with a season two whenever that is. But um, yeah. it's like the fandom is like, no, I'm definitely not ever going to watch it or they dabbled. So I'm happy that we dabbled. Yeah. My well, my plan is to watch it. That's actually the reason why I was like, oh, I'd love to be on your podcast because I just like within. I think the last month or two was like, I'm going to rewatch the original Gossip Girl and then I'll watch the new one. But then I rewatched all the original and was like, mm, I'll take a little breather. <laughs> I can take I'll a break from this world. I, mean, I feel like after yeah. you've completed season six of Gossip Girl, you're like, you know what? I'm good for a little bit because it's so, there's so much that happens. It's oh, so ridiculous. I can't wait. Like, my my boyfriend, you know, like didn't want to watch it with me, but he would come in and I'd be like, and that's not the real person. <laughs> and this person, they're related, but they're dating. I don't know yep. what that like. It, yeah. And he just kept being like, what? I don't understand. Like how this is so much. I'm like, it's always mm-hmm. like every problem is like the most ridiculous thing that would never happen in real life. But you're like, I'm on board. I'm Absolutely. So how many times have you watched the entire series? Um, I think this was probably my third time all the way through it because I think I watched it when it was on TV and then I watched it again a few years ago and then, yeah, the new one coming out, I was like, yeah, let's do it again because I don't know. You you think about certain scenes and you're like, no, I actually do really want to rewatch it. So without giving too much away, what are the certain scenes that made you come back to rewatching it? I'm just curious because Michelle and I are probably never going to rewatch the show. No, no. Okay. So 
Um, and obviously you're here in this season. So what I'm about to say is not going to be a spoiler of any kind. Um, honestly, I came across somebody had posted a clip, I think on Facebook that was like, remember this scene. And it was the, it's the Thanksgiving episode where I think it's in season two where they're playing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Infamous. Infamous. And it's like, Yes, and they're all like having separate explosions and Loved arguments it. within all of the different. And then it's like you showed up; you weren't supposed to be here. Yeah. Like it was that scene that somebody had reposted, and I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot about how ridiculous this show is!" And I need to go back and watch it because, like, just that one clip of drama, I was like, "I'm, I'm back in. I gotta, I gotta start." I know. Yeah. It's a great episode. I they mean, do the best really Thanksgiving is. Is episode. So good. Best Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Yes. They're holiday episodes. They never, never, ever, ever go the way. Yeah. <laughs> They're so good. So true. Uh, a lot of our listeners want to know your favorite character, your favorite ship, your favorite mm. or favorite, least favorite character, least favorite storyline up to this point. What do you love, hate? Take it away. <laughs> So I'm definitely, I was always very into Dan and Serena. Um, I think like, I I certainly don't live a life like Serena at all. But like, because she was the nice one, I was like, I get her. She's Mm -hmm. nice. Mm -hmm. She just, some bad things happened to her. She's made some bad choices. We all have. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But I definitely like did not identify with Blair at all, but felt like I've had friends uh, like her and like uh, particularly gay men in my life have been like very, <laughs> you know, uh, just uh, you know, a little toxic, a little like you, you can't wear that. You can't do this. It's, you know, and you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I wasn't as into Blair, although I mean, she's, you know, obviously a super fun character. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think like, yeah, Dan and Serena were definitely my favorite. I wanted them like to always be together. Like every time with will they, won't they, I was like, no. Oh my God. I I love hearing this because it's been such a, I kind of a struggle for us with that Mm -hmm. pairing and Mm -hmm. everyone also Chuck and Blair is super well no yeah that's a whole other (laughs) oh I do I do love Chuck and Blair (laughs) which I think is the answer for Gossip Girl they are Gossip Girl but yeah yeah. the people every person that we've spoken with you know usually their favorite characters are Blair and Mm. and I just love hearing or Chuck and I love hearing this perspective like I love the fact that you love Serena and Dan, which we call Sag. Yeah. Sag. Well, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. That's yeah. good. Well, I, I, so, oh, man, the rewatching of it this time, what really struck a chord with me that never hit me when I was younger watching it is like when I watched it when I was younger and Dan being submersed in this world of rich people. Back when I was like 20, I was like, what's the big deal, Dan? Just go have fun. Like, who? they're not judging you. Who cares? No one can tell that you're poor. It doesn't matter. But like as an adult watching, like I uh, I do a lot of babysitting work for very wealthy families. And there are definitely houses that I've walked into that I'm like, oh, I am the help. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the help. And you can tell. Mm. Like, so I've now been in situations as an adult where you're like, Oh, everybody can smell the poor on me, and I know it. Yeah. You know, yes. so like that 
watching as an adult was like, oh, wow, Uh, I do understand why he feels so uncomfortable and awkward and doesn't, you know, want Serena spending mass amounts of money on him because that's uncomfortable and stuff like that. So that was that was stuff that really like hit me like a ton of bricks in my in my 33 years Mm -hmm. now that uh, I was like, oh, yeah, that is isn't that what's fun well, I don't know if we want to think of this as fun, but when we rewatch these teen dramas when we're older and we have this whole new perspective and stuff that relates to us and most times and we've talked about this so many times that we relate more to the parents. Maybe oh, yeah. not in this yeah. show, not in this but show. in our past shows yeah. that we've podcasted yeah. about and it's just this whole new world is open and it makes it a lot of fun. That's how I felt with like I don't know if you guys uh, are fans of, of a Goofy movie, but oh, like when you're when you're a kid, you're like, yeah, Goofy, leave Max alone. He just wants to be with his friends. But as an adult, you're like, your dad wants to spend time with you. Can you just please spend some time with your dad? Oh my god, I, I love a Goofy the, movie. The, to me, what I remember about Goofy movie is that waterbed that had fish in it. Yeah. The coolest <laughs> yeah. bed ever. Right. But how would you feed them? That's well, the- I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. see, watching this now, I'd be like stressed <laughs> out for these fish exactly. trapped exactly. in plastic yeah. beds. Yeah. The Leaning Tower. Yes. 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 Oh my God, exactly. What a great movie. I haven't seen oh, that in so, so long, but I totally resonate with that. Yeah. I always feel like we just love friendship. We love family. We mm-hmm. always talk about how some of these kids are just so ungrateful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like just yeah. be friends just love each other and yeah right. so looking with older eyes a lot of a lot of stuff on the show is uh definitely controversial yeah. for the time mm-hmm. where we're in 2020 gonna be 2022 yeah. um so it's it's been difficult with a, a lot of stuff in that retrospect but mm-hmm. yeah watching well, these kids is it's crazy you know what's really wild is like uh, a few uh, while I was rewatching this, I I got really into audiobooks during the pandemic because I just I have a really hard time concentrating to read. But I was like, I can listen to podcasts. I can God, listen to same. audiobooks. I'm I the can, same way. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. No concentration. And so I yeah exactly. So I ended up listening to um, one of the old Gossip Girl books. It was like a prequel, I think. And uh, the amount of times they say the R word, I was like, well, we don't say that oh, anymore. Really? You're just yeah. every other sentence. It's wild. And the wow. amount that they smoke cigarettes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Which got me. Yeah. I so mean, interesting. these books were written. They're old. In like the late. Yeah, they're old. Yeah. 90s to early yeah. 2000s. I don't really remember. Definitely early. Did you yeah, listen? Like 03, 04, 05. Was that the one that was narrated by Christina Ricci? No, I didn't know the. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with the person who who narrated it, but it definitely wasn't. Okay, Christina yeah, because I listened the one because I do it through the library, and only two were available, so I listened to the first two, and it was mm-hmm. Christina Ricci, and there was music behind it. It was it's like a two hours long. I I listened while I worked. The one day. first like, this book came great. out yeah. in 1995. Yeah, so it's. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah, it's old. Man, that mind blown. And you can see well, it's that. younger than us, but it's old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. We're like, whoa, whoa that's hey, old. Ancient. We must be cracking our skin, cracking over here. Yes. Oh yeah, I got one foot in the grave over oh, here. Yeah, for sure. totally. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh my god, I love it. Okay, so season five 
do you we have like two big storylines here the louis blair wedding bullshit as i call it Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. chivy charlie ivy lola situation so how do you feel about both of those plots how did you feel the first time you watched how are you feeling now in your rewatch i'm just curious um i think that like Again, when I was younger, I was definitely in regards to Ivy as the real Ivy. Like, I was like, yeah, what is wrong with her? How, why would she do that? That's such an awful thing to do. But again, watching as an adult, I'm like, you know, I went to school for acting. I was like, if you paid me, you know, $10,000 and said, infiltrate my family, I'd be like, hell yeah, I guess I'll do it. Side beer. Yeah, like I'm like, yeah, you know, the check is right. I might do it. So that definitely was like, yeah, okay, Ivy, I can see why you did that. And then, like, I think she is kind of a really tragic character because her whole thing is being like, I never had a family. And like, they did treat her as family. And so she, you know, I don't think she really, I, I don't think she really took more than she should have right she's not a malicious person right no and like every time that they were trying to spend money on her she was always like no no you don't have to do this you don't have to do this and so it's like it's not like she didn't try they just were always like oh here's your gucci dress it doesn't matter it's whatever you know so like yeah, so I think I feel that Ivy is very misunderstood. Yeah, and we feel the same way, and we just discussed this in like the first half of the episode, but we just we feel for her because as the audience, you see her side of the story, mm-hmm. and then the Vanderwoodsons, they don't know what she was doing. Right. They don't know how close she did get with Cece, and so right. just was really... It's a really tough situation for her, and like Carol is just the epitome of the worst person mother that could just ever yeah. be on any television yeah. show i mean 100 she, she's worse than like some of these other moms that we've seen on our other shows where they don't care about their kids this one's just like she's just actually just caring about the money and trying and yeah. lying it, it's just a hot right. mess yeah um but what about louis blair ridiculous i mean <laughs> Again, yeah, I think like, uh, see, I've definitely in the realm of like the romantic comedy television show type of thing. I do always love a man who was hard to get. So like whole Chuck and Blair thing. I'm like, I totally get that. Like, uh, if I was Blair, I'd want to be with Chuck, but he's constantly messing up and like can never just like be a good partner. So like, I I totally get Blair's perspective of getting to a point being like, I just, I can't wait for you anymore. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, this man's a freaking prince. Like, Yeah. And she's know. always one. This is like her dream. Exactly. And like, if we, again, thinking of it from an adult lens of where we are now, it's like, she's like, what, 19? Yeah. When this happens. Yes. So it's like, yeah, if you're 19 and you meet a prince, like, that seems like a pretty sweet deal. So like, I can understand how she got swept up yeah. into that, even though, like, you know, I think the character of Louis is like, yeah, kind of boring. Like, he's not, I don't know. I, yeah, he's a prince, but in every other respect, he's nothing to write home about. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Agreed. Yeah. So, how do you feel about Dan, Blair, the relationship, potentially what's happening here, <sighs> feelings? You know, 
<laughs> my my friend that I'm visiting in New York right now, she was like, I love Dan and Blair together. And I was like, I don't like it because <laughs> I just think it, it didn't feel like it would really happen in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, obviously their connection is through like um, different types of you know, media, like, like books and and movies and stuff like that. Like that's their whole classic, you know, that's really the, I feel like that's really what their relationship is based on is like the fact that they have mutual interest. Whereas like, yeah, Serena probably wasn't going to talk about old movies with Dan because she wasn't, that wasn't her thing, you know? Um, So I don't know. I, cause I feel like uh, from where Dan was at the beginning of the series, like, I don't know how you come back from how mean Blair was to him to then being in love with her. Like that just feels like that wouldn't happen in real life. Agreed. Definitely agree with that. Um, Even so, I still love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's still forbidden, right? Yeah, it feels, it it doesn't feel real, that's for sure. But the mm -hmm. chemistry between the two actors, I feel is just good. They just have a good rapport with each other. And Mm -hmm. I like kind of that romantic comedy sense of like when Harry met Sally, like best friends hate each other and then like kind of have things for each other. And it it just, I like that concept. Um, I just don't, Mm -hmm. I wish it just wasn't right now. I just wish it, it happened either before or after. Like I don't, yeah, it's not a good time for them right it's not, it's not ideal. an ideal timing <laughs> it's just i don't know when it would have happened but i yeah. I, I think it would have happened if it was going to in season four, four when they were when yeah. they had that kiss and they go let's just try it out and see how it feels and they liked right. it but then that was it because blair was like i'm never gonna like humphrey ew that's disgusting yeah yeah, yeah. but that it could have worked then when they both were mm-hmm. single and not married mm-hmm. <laughs> like right, this is not a good right. situation right. But I mean, also, truthfully, that's like before that. I mean, like what that's before Dan's book was published. Yeah. Right? So like, I feel like Blair definitely wouldn't have dated him before he was like a best-selling author. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you're so like, right. So true. That's such a good he point. He had to have that success. Yeah. That's such a good point. She's seeing how successful he is, and that probably mm-hmm. makes him more attractive to her. Whether she realizes right. that at the surface right. or not. Yeah, right. that's so true. It's like a subconscious yeah. thing. Yeah. He's actually mm-hmm. making it. He's better than we thought he would be in high school. It's like, okay now for her to like him. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't put that together until now, and I'm glad that we just brought that up because it does make sense. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go into some questions. So Michelle, Lisa wants to know, where will Pear, Dan and Blair go from here? Will we see an actual relationship or will the dowry keep them apart? Okay. So last week I threatened that I was going to flip a table. She didn't flip a table. Everyone just I letting you know. didn't want this to happen. But for some reason, now I'm conflicted. And now I kind of want to see them date and realize that this isn't going to work. They just need to get it out of their they system. They need to get it out of their... They need to come to the realization of like, we gave it a fair shot, whether or not this is good or not, because I am still married. But yeah. in her mind, she's... She's, she's married, not, right. but she's not, and we're never going to see him again. So, and right. she does, she needs we're never going to see Louis. And I think she needs to realize, all right, this isn't going to work because my heart really should be with Chuck. But they need to go through with it. So, yes, the contract will keep them away, mm-hmm. but in the long term of things. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, do you think Chivy is gone? I don't. Is she? 
No, she's not. Okay, she called Georgina. (laughs) So there's. How do you feel about Georgina, Carly Joe? Oh my God! I mean, Georgina is just like. I mean, truly, I've never met anybody like Georgina. So that's what makes her just like a fantastical character. Um, Because, like, truly, who is that awful of a person? Yeah. Um, Even like Blair at the end of the day does have a heart, somewhat, you know. Um, But like, as far as enjoying a tv show i mean every time you saw georgina you were like oh some shit's about to go down so like you know for that part enjoyable she's like iconic i love her you every time you see every time i see michelle trachtenberg i think of ice princess (laughs) and i think of georgina sparks and obviously harriet the spy i was gonna say i would hope harriet Harriet the spy Spy. but yeah and also um euro trip Randy and I rewatched. I remember thinking that movie was so funny. And then a few years ago, my boyfriend and I watched it. And he was like, why did we watch this movie? I was like, it used to be funny. I don't know. It's not good anymore. (laughs) Yeah, it's really wild. The more you learn about how the world works, you're like, oh, no, this is bad. Yeah. This is really, really bad. It was not good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. How many more episodes do we think? Chivy will be in and how many more episodes do we think Lola will be in? Uh I think maybe Lola I actually don't know. So I don't know. Listen. Maybe like four? Four. Four for, more four more for Lola. Four, four more. more for Lola, three more for Chivy. Okay. I, wow, what a specific She's question. always very <laughs> she's always very specific with her numbers. Yeah. Episode nineteen wow. at one minute and twenty <laughs> right. But I mean like if you get it right, it's like wow, you're psychic. Sometimes so. She has gotten very very close, if not correct, nice. on some things. Yeah. So we get uh, we get very impressed with her. Mike wants to know if you were Lily and Serena, who would you be more mad at? Chivy or Carol? Carol. <laughs> Carol. Oh. Yeah, Carol. Carol with that shithead. Without a doubt. Like, again, I think you have to keep in context. Like, these are basically children. Like, they're 19, 20. Like, who makes good decisions at that age? So, like, I cut the children some slack yep. and maybe be mad at Carol. Yeah. Okay. They should be absolutely furious at Carol. Like, literally not wanting to speak with her ever again. Right. Because this is just unforgivable. Like, why... Do you the need to lie about having a daughter? It's like they they lie. She, I mean, I guess she didn't lie about having a daughter because she did introduce them like a long time ago. But Lola didn't know that about these people that they existed. So Mm -hmm. it's just all messed up. It's so messed up, and I would never forgive because that's just and her her sister like Carol has done so much damage to all of the relationships even with her mother and her mother's on her dying bed and like i'm like you don't even deserve to be in there you didn't treat her well right you were trying to take her so much more than right she was trying to take her last penny (laughs) you know right all this woman had um mike says the makeup on cc was really good she actually looked really sick um what are your predictions for the chivy georgina team up what will they do together I don't know. I don't want her to do it. But, like, we didn't actually see her call. No, we didn't. So, so maybe she was napkin, contemplating. Right? Maybe she was contemplating, but she's actually not going to call. So I, I'm hopeful for that. But 
I hope she like why there's no because I said this in the first half. There's no vengeance for her to take, even though you tease and not tease, but you said she felt misrepresented. Right. I mean, and I feel like she to the audience, she was misrepresented for these people because we saw the side of her that loved Cece and Cece loved her. She said, you were my only the only person that matters now, the only one who ever stood by me. Mm-hmm. Like unconditionally, even though she right. didn't know or did she know that it was her uh, granddaughter? Did you think she knew? I think Cece knew that that she's not the real yeah. uh, Charlotte Rose. Yeah, I, that's what I think. Yeah, same here. And so then the fact of the matter is then she still loved her even more unconditionally. Yes. Yes. I love you. You took care of me. You're like my granddaughter, even though you're not. So. Right, right, because like Cece's kind of messed up in that way. Yeah. And, like I don't think she didn't treat her own daughters very. Like you know, the reason Carol's the way she is mm-hmm. is probably because of Cece. Definitely, so, like, yeah, yeah, it's true. Like it was a two way street. Cece was the mo- we know how she was as a mother growing up for these girls and very by the book. And we do this and this high, you know, class status and. Mm-hmm. Your father is this way and we're high powered people. So Carol just she wanted out. And when you see her in those flashback in that flashback episode, which is such a great episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like it's not even the same person. Yeah. You know, she had such a mm-hmm. light about her that was like so uh optimistic about being on her own and doing her own thing that Lily was like so attracted to that lifestyle. And then it's like, what happened in between? That Carol got so bitter, and Le- and Lily just decided, "Hey, I'm I'm back in the world. I'm back in here for good." Oh, right. Okay. You know, I know we're not spoiling, so we do find that out, though. the The real reason I think that Carol, that Carol really is mad at. I think I know as well. Yeah. So just to yeah, I'm not no, just to give you right. background, I never finished the series, so I only I stopped oh, at season three, okay. and I. Each week, I know what ha- I know a lot of things that happen mm-hmm. in what's to come for the next few and into season six. Um, so I know some things, but each week as I watch, I get like the pieces put together. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, right, that happens. Totally. So I think I know, but I'm excited to see what happens there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tish wants to know, Carly Joe, if you had to compare the main cast of Nate, Serena, Dan, Blair, Chuck to the. Ta- to the characters of Degrassi in any generation, who would you say are each of them? Oh, wow. That's a hard question. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> She's like, okay, I have to get this oh. question in. She's a huge Degrassi oh. lover. Okay, because here's the here's the thing is that, like, there, okay, I mean, there isn't anybody, like, uber wealthy That's true. in Degrassi besides, like, uh, I guess Jimmy, like, Drake, who plays Jimmy. I think he <laughs> is supposedly very yeah. wealthy. Um, but was never like an awful person. No, he's never. He was oh, a great like, kid. Yeah, like I think the one big. Okay, okay, I got. All right, I got it. I got it. Okay, I'm ready. At least some of it. Okay, so I would think that Dan is Craig. Yes. Um. Yes. Yeah. Like Dan and Craig <laughs> are definitely very mm-hmm. similar, and you know they're broody and misunderstood, but like also just so adorable that yeah, and they get like, around that you. exactly like they date plenty plenty of girls it makes sense right it like makes sense you're like yeah i can see why a bunch of women would be into this uh but yeah so definitely dan and craig and then if i for chuck i'd probably pick um 
oh God, I can't, why can't I think of his name? It's Miss Hatsawakos's son, who was the one who uh, took the video of Manny when she took her top off. Oh my God, this is so familiar. Yeah, he's he's a blonde, like blonde hair, blue eyed. He was like a newer character towards like the end of season three or four or something like that. Archie Simpson? Um, No, that's that's a principal. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is not Um, showing me. Okay, I will not look up anymore. I'm yeah, I'm sure everybody <laughs> at home like, is wait, like screaming it. Um, but I don't know why I can't think of his name at the moment. But yeah, he because uh when Manny like did this drunken topless video, he like wouldn't give her the footage after, and that's a pretty chuck, mm-hmm. I think, thing to do. So that kid was definitely a pretty big uh douche. So, <laughs> um him and like okay, all right, Blair is probably paid. I knew you were gonna say that. I mean that's yeah. like, I think that's the the, the most glaring mm-hmm. Um, statement there and uh, because yeah they're just you know they can be very mean and want to they will tell you that your fashion is bad and they're like it's like they're they're at least not behind your back right right. they're gonna be to your face the the mean things is serena Um, emma (laughs) uh, serena could be emma after emma glowed up because emma was a very that's true you're right like preteen so, like, I feel like Serena, you know, I don't think she ever had an awkward face. Right, never. Like, I think she never. just came out of the womb gorgeous and was, like, good to go. Um, so, yeah, like, because even, I don't know, I think that uh, Emma was very judgmental, mm-hmm. like, throughout a lot of her friendship with Manny. Um so I don't know, Serena, I don't know if she fits into the Degrassi world, but maybe I'm, like, missing somebody <laughs> that you know, I feel, I should feel silly about, but like, ma- like, cause I don't, I want to say Manny, but I don't think that Serena is very Manny, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. What about Nate? <laughs> Ooh, Nate, who is mm. a lovable dum-dum. Mm. Um, <laughs> let me, uh, hmm. I'm like, who is like a sex symbol? <laughs> like maybe, maybe, Oh, maybe Jimmy. Maybe he. Maybe he's kind of like Jimmy, where he was like athletic, true, and popular, true. Um, but also like just like Nate at the end of the day did have a heart of gold. Like I don't know that we give Jimmy enough credit for like the time, like the episode where um, Marco was like hate crime. Oh my god, I love Marco. Jim- and, yeah, and Marco was like sobbing to Jimmy, and Jimmy was like, "It's okay, yeah. it's okay." Like and like Jimmy really accepted Marco immediately there wasn't even a question about like i don't i don't care that you're gay like I, you're my friend yeah um so maybe i'll go jimmy for nate love it this is so fun reminiscing with degrassi honestly <laughs> it makes me want to watch it again yeah it's rewatchable for sure i feel like i just got a crash course she got a crash I have course no mm-hmm. idea what anything is being she said right? but you know names <laughs> are being again, said yeah and it's very you know since you know, I'm assuming you guys are like around the same age as me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the yeah, the generation that that next generation is that's like when we graduated high school. So, right, like, right. what they're going through was like definitely like our yeah, like right, yeah. a spot on a timeline of us growing up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and then they get like the newer <laughs> class because those kids are the siblings. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, this is exactly. about my time to peace out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
oh man, this Serena thing is going to bother you me. You let like, us where know. Where Serena fit into, gr- I know, right? I'm going to email yeah, you later. We'll make like, sure the listeners it. know. You let us know if you right. think about it. I cracked the code. Yes. Will wants to know, how did you receive the play? In terms of how meta it was, the Blair playing a part of her in a play adapted from a book about her. Is this a, su- a successful Schwartzian device or is it too meta to work? I think it was cute. No, I think it worked. I liked it. I thought it worked. I liked it. I liked the so, play. Because of the fact that I went to school for acting. So like I have, I have opinions about <laughs> like acting and I'm like watching it. I'm like, Blair, that is so unprofessional. People paid to <laughs> right? see this show and you are like not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Well, the other so, actress like, was like, that's not even your line. Like, that, and like that would have been my reaction if I was the other girl in the scene. Like we rehearsed this, and yeah, you weren't here for the rehearsal, but like you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So like you're screwing the rest of us up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I just think, I I, I mean, the whole reading the book expert as a play in general doesn't make any no. sense to me because how do you? You would need to adapt it into an actual script. Right. Like, and it almost seems like maybe they did, but then she had like the book. And I'm that's, like, that's, yeah. But I like the fact that it was there to mock. Oh, yeah. They were making yeah. fun of it. And yeah. so right. the fact that the real Blair was there to play Claire is funny in the mm-hmm. sense. And of, she thought it was funny. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, or like, funny. wow, this is so bad. The audience liked yeah. it. Yeah. Of the course. On board with her. Yeah. Of course. Like, you're there to expect some bad, you know. We know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Right. Did they even know that the real Claire was there in the flesh? I'm sure they made an announcement. Like, tonight's <laughs> Claire is going to yeah. be played by Blair, by Blair who this is based yeah. off of. Yeah. Because on top of the whole thing, the fact that Lola, again, just left, it was like, girl, didn't you sign a contract? Like, I think they're probably paying you to be doing this. And you're just like, I got to go. Right. And, I got and that to was do. to even it was just to find Ivy. It wasn't even like right. her grandmother was in the hospital, which was truly the point. She didn't yeah, even but, know yeah, that it was. Her. Let me just go get find that girl pretending to be me. Like, that's why you right. leave. <laughs> yeah, let me let me chase down the drama as opposed to do what I'm yeah. going to Juilliard for. Like, right. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense, girl. Right. You're an actor. All do that job. money that she works really hard for to get herself through school. <laughs> like, right. Because you know what? It costs money to take classes at Upright Citizens Brigade. Sure so again, does. it's Absolutely. like, girl, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty silly on her part. Jess wants to know... Uh, what do you think the Ivy Lola fallout will be in the next episode? Uh, well, let's just think Carol's got some explaining to do. I predicted <laughs> that they're going to read Cece's will and Chivy will be in it. <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to. And I hope I'm right on that. I hope you're right, too. Yeah. I love I mean, it. Who doesn't love a will reading? So, <laughs> right, you know, right. So true. Always some good stuff in there. Yes. Okay, so that's the next thing is the will will be read. Yeah, okay. yeah. Or a funeral of some sort. Or I don't funeral. know if we'll do a funeral. Mm-hmm. Serena seems to think she will get used to the idea of Padge and Blair being a couple. How do you think Chuck will handle the news? Uh, Chuck's not going to know. Oh, so it's going to be secret relationship? Yes, it has to be secret relationship. She has to hide it well, from Esty. Esty is over there somewhere. I, I kind of want to see them sneaking around. I cannot believe I am saying this because last week I was so heated. And when I was listening back and editing, I was like, damn right, this better not happen. But now I want it to happen. So 
This is Gossip Girl, right? Okay. I hope they sneak around, but I don't think Chuck will find out just yet. Or Chuck's going to just ignore it because he knows in his heart this shoot this soon will pass. Okay. Vic, Carly Joe wants to know, I mean, Carly Joe, Vic wants to know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what is the worst storyline so far that Gossip Girl has had? Oh, if you can remember, um, the worst storyline, um, uh, you know, I think the one that hurts my heart the most is the fact that at the beginning of the series, Chuck tried to sexually assault little Jay. Absolutely. And like, yeah, that makes me really, really sad because I do really like Chuck towards the end because again, he is, I mean, he's the perfect villain, right? Like he is he has such a tragic story and you get why he is the way he is, but like no excuse to sexually assault a woman. So like, I think that, you know, it made sense for who he was then, but it is definitely the one that you're like, Oh man, I like you in the end. I don't want to like you. Like I shouldn't like you. Like, yeah. Right. If we, if we could have eliminated that for his character, and just had him just be like a schmuck that always is like mm-hmm. just the rich boy that gets what he wants and then eventually is like, I'm mature now. I understand how I've treated people. It would have been better. We would have right. liked him. We would have actually liked him probably at this point. I think so. But right I now we'll, we'll just go. be neutral and that we'll never actually like like him because we're no, so tainted yeah. from that. Yeah, I I can't remember what season it is, so stop me if this is a spoiler <laughs> okay. of any sort. The like Chuck mo- finding Chuck's mom. Oh yeah, that was like, season three, three into four ish, okay. something like that. So that was, I mean, that storyline also for me kind of felt like they didn't know where it was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it could have changed at any given time because they were like. Well, figure this out eventually like you know yes like chuck's whole family story background is definitely a little bit like um, and then i don't know if you guys knew what you're doing in the end it was never actually confirmed if evelyn elizabeth whatever we called her name was right. it was his mom we're like wait so is she or not <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah. exactly like they never affirmed it they never so that they never figured it out me. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a good that's a good uh a good storyline to dislike <laughs> Vic also asked, what do you think Chuck will do with this email? Will he tell Blair since she's asked him not to punish Dan? Do you think? Okay, I'll stop there. What do you think Chuck will do with the email? I think he's not going to do anything with it because Blair just had the talk with him of please stop being mean. Mm -hmm. But but it's almost like unless he tries to tell her, it'd be so annoying. Like in terms of, but look, he's doing this for selfish reasons, but she also has feelings now. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think he'll keep it to himself for a little while. Okay. Yeah. Do you think Serena and Lola will eventually talk since Lola is going to be with Nate? Yes. Carly Joe, how do you feel about the Nate and Lola sort of whatever's happening in their relationship? I know. mean, I think it makes sense. I think Nate likes any pretty gal. I don't know that her personality makes much of a difference. <laughs> yeah. Like he he dates everyone. Pretty much so everyone like, that's not in a relationship on the show ends up dating Nate somehow. Legit. It's like if they're not nailed to a table, he's like, you're mine, girl. Like, yeah, he really does date everyone. So like it makes sense in my head. I mean, and she's, you know, a very pretty girl. So like 
that alone, that's enough. That's all he needs. Yeah. So it also cracked us up that in the episode, Lola was trying to dig about Ivy and Nate was like, yeah, we had a thing. I'm like, you didn't actually have a thing, though. You literally kissed once and it was because it was set up. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You knew she was using you. Right. And you were using her. It it was not a thing. Hmm. He's just... He's all over But he the doesn't place. want to think of it that way. He's like, they're all throwing themselves right? at me. I don't know. We had a thing. It happened. I know. That Nate, just really nothing yeah. going on there with that character. No. Very pretty, but just, so just pretty. a little dumb-dumb, you know? Yeah. It's not, he doesn't have a good, really, it's a good story arc as of yet. And it's like, wow, we're halfway done with season three. And I have season three, wow, season five. And there's still eh, nothing going on. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he really is pretty stagnant throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a question for everyone does Blair really have feelings for Dan or does she have feelings for the idea of him it's like she realized how much she liked him once she knew how much he loved her I just don't believe it this is tough because doesn't this kind of feel like a Louis situation she realized she liked Louis because Louis liked her so much he really liked her yeah he was like love at first sight with her basically but Padge does get her on a different level, knows the ins and outs and how she works and accepts right, her and he anyway. he still loves her. And he still <laughs> loves her and he's been there for her. And been. it's almost like when you've ever been in a situation where that person's been there the whole time and you just didn't realize it. Yeah. So I'm still conflicted on this. I still say they need to try it for, and not really try it, but like, and then realize, you know, we're better off as just like best friends. Yeah. Do you agree? I think I'm, for who Blair is as a person, I think like because her mother was so withholding, I think that's what gravitates her towards like Chuck. And then, you know what I mean? Like, I think psychologically, maybe in her head, she was like, maybe I should be with Dan because he does treat me the way I should mm-hmm. be treated. Right. Like if you're looking at how Louie is now treating her, how Chuck has treated her numerous times, like Dan's never done anything you know, vengeful or mean to her or anything. Like he's just not that guy. And so, you know, I'm I probably overanalyze way too much, but I'm like, okay, if I'm 20-year-old Blair and I'm already technically married, but then betrothed to Chuck, and then this guy likes me too. <laughs> it's like, you know, you're young. Maybe you just want to have a little experiment and you just don't know what you want. You don't you're know. Young. So well, like, she says in this yeah. episode, I'm confused. Like, I don't yeah, know. I think that's it. That's, she's yeah, I think confused. she does have feelings, but confused. Right. She's confused. Yeah. Uh, Michelle, if you still believe that chair or endgame, Vic also believes that they are endgame, um, what do you think will happen in order for them to find their way back to each other? Well. This is a loaded question. The mar- <laughs> the marriage needs to end. Yeah. Once that contract Once comes to contract an end. the contract going to break? Because it it's breaking. You know that. <laughs> Well, in five, yeah. we all know that it's breaking. Didn't I say how long? So, did I did I say the spoiler? Didn't we say how long it's going to? Yeah, end? but when in like what episode number? Oh, you I said, don't. Know I think that, maybe though. you said like two episodes last week. I don't remember. Really? No, not that soon. Because now we need this affair to go on. This page affair to happen. This pair affair. Pair affair. Pair affair. We need a pair <laughs> affair to occur. Yes. I think at the end we're going to end this season with them getting back together. 
Oh, we're ending season five with them back together. Yeah. What are we? Like, with Chuck and Blair back together or Dan and Blair? No, no, Chair. I think Chair is... <laughs> oh, Chair. chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're right. No, no, Chuck, Chuck and Blair. Blair, you were right. Like, is it Chuck and Blair or is it uh, the other two? No, I think Chuck and Blair are going to end together at this season. We'll be back together. Okay, we'll see. I do. I or we're gonna open six of it. I know. I just have it in my gut, my I guns, my gut and bones. As I merge <laughs> those two words, they are. I just feel bones. like they're endgame. My, my guns, my guns. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we'll see, and I look forward to uh, getting to the end of season five. And me too. Seeing what happens. Me too. But that is all of our questions. Carly, Joe, do you have anything else that you would like to discuss? Do you have any questions for us? Um, Not to put you on the spot. No, you don't I, have to have any questions. Yeah, right. no, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, I meant to – can I um, say my thoughts on the on why who we know is Gossip Girl shouldn't be Gossip Girl? Absolutely. We're just going to pause right here. Well, like thank you for thought. your After Dark thoughts. Yeah, I love it. Yes, thank you. I'm glad. I know I meant to record it, and then it's like you know, the oh, oh. just got to wait. Don't for worry me. about Don't it. Don't even worry about it. Don't worry we about appreciate it. it. Yeah, but it was so nice meeting you and chatting. Yes, and yeah, you reminiscing too. about the Degrassi days. So much fun oh, for yeah. me. <laughs> if I if I start so watching, no, when I start watching, I will go. message yes. you to and I Perfect. listen to the podcast as well. Yes. Excellent. And yes, thank you for We're going to link me. the podcast description and the description for the episode and the socials where everyone can find you. Have a great night. Enjoy your time in New York. Yes, thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Awesome. All right. Thank, thank you. All right. So thank much. you. Have a great night. All right. That was a great chat with Carly Joe. She is super cool. I love her. Hey, Carly Joe, if you listen to this, guess what? You're my new friend because <laughs> I dubbed you new friend. I just really enjoyed everything, your essence. That sounds we like love, creepy. We love the essence. I always get excited meeting new people. I am schwitzing right now. Michelle is <gasps> having a hot flash. And when I, I've never seen her like this. We're both very cold people, you guys know. And she's like schwitzing all over the place. I'm like, take your shirt off. She's like, I'm just wearing a bra. I'm like, I'm in I don't this give a shit. Sweater. And I'm like, Oh, I'm dying. She's like dying. dying. It is so you're how are you not baking in I'm here? I'm not. I don't know oh why I'm not. But all right, she's drinking her water. I'm gonna give everyone some trivia as she chokes on the water. The episode title is based off the movie Crossroads. The episode was watched by one million viewers. However, despite the poor rating, it maintained the privileged ranking of number one and number two on the iTunes chart. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, this does mark the last appearance of Cece Rhodes. She is on the island, unfortunately. She doesn't come back in flashbacks, and she's not a ghost. So, sorry. Rest in peace. The scene in which Blair discovers that Dan Humphrey attends an award ceremony for an essay competition that she won was originally intended to be the focus of season one, and that was scrapped due to the writer strike. So I guess we would have seen more of Blair with this essay competition, which sounds really boring. I don't. <laughs> Who cares? I can't, I can't even make room for that in my brain. Uh, no. Uh, we had some music by Zia V, John Von Lutzer, Little Comments, and Feist. Um, we had one headband or two, possibly two. There was the red headband, then Lola switched it out for some black one with the bow. Um, I loved Blair's plaid skirt. Yeah. I and could totally wear that today. The mid is like a midi length, really mid, cute. Yeah, with the palm leaf 
button-down. Chuck's haircut was great. We liked it. Padge's hair needs to go. It needs to go. I'm going to just, like, wake him up with a a blade through his hair. It's like... I said this in the Discord, but it's literally like he's wearing the Heath Ledger wig from 10 Things I Hate About You that he wore on John Tucker Must Die. He needs to go. It's really bad. I also can't get over that trivia. No, like, that's not Heath Ledger's hair. I am 99.999% positive. It's not his actual hair. It was a wig that he wore in 10 Things I Hate About You. you. Right. No, that wasn't his hair is what you're saying. Right. No. Guys, you can fact check me. I'm pretty sure I'm right, but... I remember reading that trivia long ago because you know I love to read the trivia. I love the BTS. Yeah, I do too. But like, really? I know. It's kind of gross. <laughs> I mean, it's real human hair, I'm Ew, sure. Please. But know I feel just, that way. Yeah, I know. I can't deal. <laughs> I have the, like a fear the of them. The I have skeevies. a fear of dolls, wigs, and ghosts. You've heard it here, guys. Um, anyway. Chuck's hair, yeah, we liked. We also mentioned that lots of red hair going on. Like, Chivy's hair was reddish. Serena had a hue to red. The nurse. The nurse's hair was red. I really like Lily's statement ring because it, it was could, you could see it from space. You could see it from space. Uh, Jess really liked the houndstooth coat Chivy was wearing. I also like that. It was yeah. very reminiscent of that time. Oh, yeah. I had one myself. Houndstooth I, was everywhere. I didn't, but I remember it. Yeah. I didn't really have much else. You? No. Um, quotes. If you're referring to the hideous fur vest you wore yesterday, I'm the only one who suffered because I had to look at it. That headband is giving me Hillary Clinton flashbacks. And it's just like and not good ones. <laughs> uh, yes, running from people who would take it, take in your fake daughter as her own. We must be monsters. You're the only person I feel safe with. You wouldn't be trying this hard if I didn't have a real shot with her. And up until this moment, I wasn't sure if I did. So thank you. Thanks. It's a chatouche. <laughs> one of my specialties: warped logic. You don't win against me, Humphrey. Ooh. That's all I got. You got any others? Yeah, I do have feelings for Padge. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. And then I also have... Who's Gossip Girl? Honey. Lola, what show are you on? <laughs> she has no idea. Yeah. Um, It's time for an MVP in Shittiest, I think. Sure is. Okay. Um... Yeah, I'm going to go with it. MVP on three. Three, two, one, Chivy. I almost picked Chivy. We had two votes for Chivy. We had one for Dan, one for Blair, and uh, two for Serena. I, I felt for Serena. I said that at the top of the show. She she gave in to her friend. She put her feelings aside. It must have sucked. It must have really sucked for her. Um, and she also knows, like, she's a good friend because she knows her friend. She's like, I know that you're yeah. hurting here. I know that you like him. So just admit it. Right. Um, but Chivy, you know, she's been doing so well for Cece all these months, apparently. Right. So I also appreciate her. She yeah. Liked my, my blue I hair. liked that she was there for Cece, but also is the one to tell the truth. She was. Yeah, because Carol wasn't going to tell the Carol truth. Carol was about to just put up another lie, like, oh, this is my illegitimate daughter from another husband. She... I bet you that's what she could have said. Well, or what like, else are you going to say? You know what? Actually, she's my cousin. She's the cousin. She's another cousin. So On my husband's side. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shittiest. I have a tie here. I have a tie as well. <laughs> Ready? Yep. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Chair. Sh- chair. Chair, she says. I sure do. What please. What did you say? Well, did I say anything? Um, no. Carol. I meant to say Carol. Oh, 100. <laughs> I was just listening to you. Carol. 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 But we had the, we had, 
equal votes for Carol and equal votes for Chuck. Yeah. Okay. So Blair, I didn't, even though she was denying her feelings, I just didn't, it bothered me Mm -hmm. the way she went about it and like trying to prove to Serena, but she was spiraling. Chuck, I just don't like what you did. I mean, you turned evil again and I like that Blair had to put him in his place. Chair equally, but Carol sucks always. Carol sucks from day one. Well, I liked her <laughs> and I even said it like I liked when we first met her yeah. as an adult because she was fun I was like right. she's gonna stir she's some sassy. shit up but no now she's just no. like get the hell out of here get your take your daughters with you <laughs> honestly I feel nothing for Lola at this point like obviously you guys know how much I love Chivy but yeah. Lola it's like you can go you don't seem that all that interesting I'm sorry oh Lola oh we're writing you're writing her off I'm not. We don't know. I don't her. know her yet. I don't know her yet, but we'll see. I know she she's not on the island, so I know she's coming back. You know. Yeah. Um. But we'll see with that. Uh. Time for a Betty of the week. Yes. You were total Betty. Total Betty. Total Betty. Total Betty. You're a total Betty. Here we go. My Betty this week is Jacqueline, aka Jack Attack, who is catching up on this podcast. Each week she sends the emoji in the I IG uh, DMs, which is so sweet. She's saying, I'm catching up. You know, I'm a week behind. I'm catching up, which we super appreciate you listening. And you know what? She's got a podcast of her own. We love her. And she's actually going to be a guest later in the season. So stay tuned for that. But we just want to say, that we super appreciate you, Jacqueline, and we are excited that you're with us for as long as you've been with us. It's been like a few years now at this point. Yes. Thank you so much, Jack Attack. We, Jack Attack. we appreciate you. Also, just want to say a very happy birthday happy to birthday. two Bettys on the network, Logan and Ryan. Oh, Happy birthday, guys. Happy birthday. We love you guys. All right. So title time. Oh, my goodness. You ready? Get your I'm pen. casually sitting here. <laughs> She's just sweating. Relaxing. Sweating. <laughs> Airing out my pit. Yes. All right. Okay. So episode 17. Oh, my God. I can't believe we're at 17. Gross. It is. We're Wait a minute. We're almost into the 20s. Yeah. Episode 17. I, I better know. cool it with my number predictions because they're not going to my episode It's not going to add up? No. <laughs> okay. Well, you marinate on that. Um, the title for next week's episode is The Princess Dowry with patron Mike, which so excited. It's going to be our last episode of the year. And Mike's going to join us. He's one of the OG patrons, OG Total Betty's. We love him so much. Um, so send questions for him if you have them. But my three gossip words are three gossip words. Will. Will. I mean. I mean, you did I it. mean. <laughs> I was just trying not to laugh, but it was great. Relation. I mean. <laughs> loophole. What you gonna do? Okay, so there's a loophole in this contract, mm-hmm. the dowry, and mm-hmm. that's how we're gonna get out of this. This is why this marriage. What's the loophole, though? I don't know yet, but I Same. know I know it has to do with that. The will, there's gonna be a will reading and absolutely Chivy's in it. Absolutely. And then they're going to be like, you have no relation. You're not blood related. And somehow that's, Surprise! that's going to be a loophole <laughs> of her. Maybe that actually is the loophole. They'll mm. figure that out. But 
the dowry. So that makes me think it has to do with Blair. Right. Also, maybe, you know, Blair's going to have some relations. Relations. Mm. I do. I want it to happen so we can get past it. Right. Okay. That, that's where it, it needs to just happen. Now, I'm just let's just rip this Band-Aid off. Right. Because you think Chuck and Blair are going to be together by the end of the season. So it's like, why are we even doing this well because now. we have to prove the love that at the end of the day it's always going to be chair was meant to be okay look forward to that yeah okay what should we do as an emoji what should we do is there a, like we should oh the action uh what's it called like the clipboard the click yeah is there one in there like something for a play maybe or we've done the drama masks before we did do that is there something we can honor cc with yeah like a jim martini that okay. was my favorite then let's do that <laughs> let's do the because there's a martini emoji there is right yeah with the olives in it yeah, so yeah send yeah, us yeah. the jim martini emoji and if you want to do even a better job you can put that in an apple podcast review Cheers to three Gossip Girls pod. Loving this podcast. XOXO. This pairs with listener. this gossip. Glassful of gossip. Let us yes. know your glassful of gossip. What's your favorite glassful of gossip? We want to know. And real exciting stuff. You can now rate on Spotify. Yes, you can. So do it if you listen on Spotify. Just tap five stars. Would be so appreciative Please. if you did. And if you have left us an iTunes review and Apple podcast, we so appreciate it. We love everyone. I can't believe we're going to go into 2022 taking our little three Gossip Girl loving family with us. I know. Bring yeah. some more guys. Bring some yeah. friends. Yeah, let's go out with a bang. Yeah. <laughs> Probably should keep that in. Do we have a review? We don't. We don't have a review. That's why we need one guys, to read. We, for them last we really need one. So Damn it. Write them, please. Well, anyway. I do have a treat to end the night. It's a Will's treat. Cast Gossip Girl characters as plays and musicals. The ones that he knows something about. Sure. So here we go. Blair, a doll's house. A woman trapped in a loveless marriage. Blair would know about Norwegian plays as well. Dan, a raisin in the sun. <laughs> he tries to follow his dreams and makes it out of his situation with mixed success. Mm. Chuck, Lion King. This dude has Scar written all over him. <laughs> but he hasn't been pushed... But he hasn't pushed Mufasa off the cliff yet. Will he turn it around? Mm. Serena, Anthony, and Cleopatra. She has a Cleopatra energy. <laughs> Nate, death of a salesman. He is peddling internet trash and rumors about the relevance of his character and is dying a slow death. Mm. Chivy, the importance of being earnest. Switching identi identities to go into the big city right up her alley. Mm. Lily, machinal. Before the show, she followed her mother's every wish and path and let powerful men dis determine her life until she got the gumption to be herself and run Bass, Inc. and marry Rufus. <laughs> that was a mouthful. Rufus, the cherry orchard. His art studio could have been his cherry orchard if he only kept it to go back to when he was new upper class life flusters him. Lola, who who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? She is Joran into the twisted lives of messed up people she really doesn't know. Carol, wicked. She is the wicked sister straight up. Her character in the flashback episode is 100% different than the Switch, which is like also true of Wicked because the you know, the Wicked Witch of the West is not really wicked. Right, right, right. Which is the whole concept. But thank you, Will. Thanks, Will. Will, we love you so much. And uh, 
if you're coming to After Dark, we're going to strap on in. Strap on. Hey, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We'll be back next week. Yeah. With Patron Mike. With Patron Mike. So here we send go. Send those questions. Get in. All right. We're ticking in. Click, 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 click. click. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. I actually just licked the microphone. Ew, Liz, yeah. there's so much cat hair on I there. Know. Oh, no. I was like, where'd my duck? No. <laughs> It went out too far. Disgusting. But hey, we're in after we're dark. We're in after dark. You're going to listen to Carly Joe give her thoughts. Yeah. So I'm going to plug that in. Here it is. And we're going to okay. edit and we're going to put it in the after dark. So go ahead. What do you think about okay, cool. Dan, Nate, etc.? I'm just um, excited. I had taken a note. Let me look at what I had said. Um, let's see. Well, okay. So the beginning of this episode, what's weird about it is that like the um, overarching like gossip girl commentary is she's like, and some people are doing this <laughs> and it starts with Dan. Mm. So if you're looking at like singularly this episode, it kind of felt like it was hinting at Dan. Um, but I also just kind of feel like this is one of those episodes that like the whole Dan being the one to send the video to Gossip Girl, like, and then tells Chuck that that's what happens. Like, I don't think that would that would mess with Dan more, like, especially when it's like Chuck just messed with your book, like this, your mm-hmm. career. So, like. It doesn't really make sense that, like, if Dan is Gossip Girl, why would he sabotage himself and try to, like, continue to create conflict with Chuck, you know? Right. I think just, like, right now, it's strictly we're supposed to understand that it's Georgina. Right, She's the temp. Because, like, she's the temp, but... That's right. You know, it's... in Mm -hmm. in In this season, at least, it's hard to see him as gossip girl and then we found out that nate was supposed to be gossip girl so we're supposed to be looking at him as gossip girl in these episodes which really makes zero sense (laughs) so you know yeah Yeah, it's tough it's hard to predict who you could think it would be in at least in this season yeah so Mm -hmm. Uh, Mike says, why would padge send in that video to gossip girl when he just uploaded himself yeah i mean like that's the point that we keep talking about is it's, I, it's just not him. It's, it's just Georgina. Not him. After Dark super boring. I know. Right sorry, now. guys. Well, but hopefully we make up with it in content during the regular episode. Well, yeah. No, no, no. I know. But there's just <laughs> nothing. We know who we know Gossip who Girl is. is. So it's kind of like, well, until Georgina Steps goes away. Down. Yeah. When will that be? I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's surely it. But next week we have... A return of a character. I'll just tease you with that. Since a we're return? In after, we're in After Dark. A return? Sort of. Oh, it, it must be. Okay. <laughs> I won't look at her. <laughs> I don't want to confirm. Is it William? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it have to be someone in the family, I would think. It's Scott. I'm just kidding. What oh, my God. You know, he's a Vander Watson. Yes. Humphrey. Yeah. Oh, fucking Scott, man. <laughs> so bad. But sorry, After Dark is so boring this week. Hopefully next week will be better. 
Yeah. But maybe and, not because Regina's still a gossip girl. Yeah. Until Georgina <laughs> steps down, we don't have a gossip girl. So right. to make predicts, it's kind of. It's hard. It's a little tough. Yeah. Yeah. It takes the mystery out of it. It really does. So sorry. But, you know, that we, the, these newbies didn't really miss much this week. <laughs> no, they didn't. No. <laughs> um, but excited to chat with Matt. Matt. Mac, Mike. <laughs> He's going to totally I, call you out on that, too. Here it is. Mike. Yes, he is totally going to call me out on me fumbling over my words, especially over his own name. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, Michael, but I will not fumble next week on your name. I promise. I'll probably fumble on many other things, yeah. but not your name. It's always that way. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't, don't say, say it. it. And what and do you do? still say it that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, the coffee, I think, is just getting to my brain now. It's like, oh, the crash is coming. The crash is coming. Yeah. And-, and Michelle is sweating. still <laughs> dying. So on that note, we're going to have her take a cool shower and we'll be back next week. So don't forget to send those questions. Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls Podcast. You can email us at threegossipgirlspod at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow this show and all of our others, you can head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast. Produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora. Thank you.